Good day, ladies and gentlemen of Civ Classic. I am Warm Wizard, and this is Box Talk. We have a great episode planned for today. We will sum up the news of the server on the subreddit from this past week, including stories on the Concord Rail System, the botting meme debate, and the Order of the White Lotus. After, we have a special interview with Peter, the King of the Commonwealth. Before we begin, I wish to thank the West Marsh Trading Company as the official sponsor of this episode. Are you a nation that needs XP supplies for one of your recipes? Then West Marsh Trading Company can help. They have full production of cocoa beans, melons, cactus, and more. Now, I'm in the news business, not the XP business, but if I made XP, I'd jump all over this shit. They have crazy prices for what they offer. If you are interested in getting a hold of their deals, go ahead and give me a PM and I'll hook you up. Any nation can join. Any nation can purchase from this. Thanks again to the West Marsh Trading Company for being the official sponsor. Would you like to be an official sponsor of a Box Talk episode? Let me know and we can make sure your message is heard. Now let's get started by talking about the Concord Rail System. They have made a post on the subreddit saying they are interested in standardizing rails across the server. Their main goal is to connect all rails to a hub at 0-0, so it will be much easier for people to traverse the entire map and avoid those huge plateaus on islands. I have died so many times from traveling, and I bet many others have also. They have also made an official poster asking for people to take up work and join the cause. If you are interested in being a part of the Concord Rail System as a rail worker or someone working with their standards, you can contact user597 on Reddit. The reason why I decided to talk about this is because this map is huge and takes a long time to traverse, so I feel any way to connect civilizations with easy transportation should be noted. I know there are rails that have been established, but not as large as in an international network. Another event that happened on the subreddit this week is the discussion, partly serious, mostly meme, on botting, and if it should be allowed in this server. It all started with a post from WJ Croker's titled, On the Rampant Heresy in Civ Classics. It is his piece criticizing how botting has taken the soul away from the genre and has turned your player character into a golem, a soulless automation. He argues that botting is a shortcut to many pathways and abilities some would consider unnatural. WJ suggests you take pride in your work, knowing you did it with your own mouse clicks. The reason we are talking about this is that it turned into a debate when SquareBob makes a post responding to this. I would argue that it's a meme and it discusses how we made unnatural ways to harvest resources like spawner grinders and such, but botting is where we draw the line? He claims that once this Pandora's box has been opened, you can't close it. Instead of trying to ban botting, we should train our workers and nations to use it to their advantage. Sounds like real life, doesn't it? Hmm? 
This really turned into a shit show with WJ's counterpost titled Time for a McFucking Holy War, as he claims he doesn't mind things like enchantments and factories, but he believes that botting is a worse evil than griefers because botting griefs the gaming community, as he said. His major supporting argument is that without bots, towns would encourage new friends to come there and do the manual labor to learn the game. But now, nations do not as much since they have botting and alts. This just turned into a complete shit show really quick, but the tale is not over yet. WJ wants to have a debate on bots and if they should be allowed in Civ Classics between himself and SquareBob. They have asked me to moderate, and I have accepted. More details on this future debate will be presented soon. An element I wish to spend some time talking about is a new group of nations and individuals coming together to promote the ideals of this genre through peace and prosperity. The group's name is the Order of the White Lotus, just like the name from Avatar The Last Airbender. And in their charter, they claim to be seeking betterment of the server through peace and culture while simulating economic and diplomatic relations with nations and individuals with like-minded ideas and values. Their main goals are to protect the world from devastation, to unite all peoples within our nation, and to denounce the enemies of truth and love. They plan to hold themselves accountable for their actions and making sure to fight in defense and not as the aggressor. The signing members are Jen Sokio, Valera, Mount Augusta, and individual players like Jijum, Droid Joe, and TV Man. I have personally decided to join as the voice of Box Talk, and if you or a nation are interested in joining, contact one of the founding members today. Now, without further ado, this man needs not much of an introduction. His name is Peter. He has become the king of the Commonwealth after Britain has stepped down. He is currently pearled. He is in the end, and he has been working on his end castle. He's going to be talking about today not just about him, but his experiences in the Somber War and what he's been up to in the end. So without further ado, let's go ahead and talk to Peter. Okay, uh, Peter, thank you so much for coming on to this episode of Box Talk. You're welcome. Let's go ahead and uh, jump right into this a bit. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you from in this genre, and what have you done in Civ Classic? Well, I started in 2.0. The Commonwealth is the first town that I settled in. And just stuck with it, made my home there. Liked it there. Um, what? There's a lot of industrial stuff there. I see. Uh, what are some skills that you would say that you bring to Civ Classic? I've always been an industrialist. I've always built auto farms and grinders and all those kind of things. I see. Uh, what are some? What are some of the auto farms that you have built that you would argue pioneered how uh, people have done it on the server? I don't want to take credit for pioneering stuff because <laughs> whenever you come up with a neat design, you find out that somebody else has their own neat design. So 
That makes sense. I, th- I think uh, at most, I think I've just been one of these contributors to the overall evolution of these systems. Is there anything that you're proud of that you have uh, built in the Commonwealth or that is currently in use? No. Yeah. Came up with a very optimized mushroom farm design that I'm quite pleased with. Okay. Uh, what does the Commonwealth mean to you? It's always been a very new friend, friendly town. It's a town that's always been very accepting of people. We've it's had an economic focus. We've not we've not been a PvP town. We've never had a often to our detriment. We've never had a strong. Uh, PvP membership falls kind of sucked at that, but it's just never been where our priorities have been. We've always been about industrialising, about setting up trade networks, that kind of thing. And perhaps as a result of that, we've always been somewhat of a focus for raids. I see. I, yeah, that can make sense. That if you've got a lot of a lot worthwhile to take, they're willing to take that risk. Uh, can you tell I us? I wouldn't necessarily say we've always had a lot worthwhile to take. It's more just that we've always had a lot of people who don't PvP and who are soft targets. Oh, okay. Yes, that makes sense. Uh, what do you say Commonwealth... Uh, what makes Commonwealth and Civ Classic different than Commonwealth and other iterations or other servers? Commonwealth and Civ Classic has been plagued by problems from the start, really. There's been a kind of a, a lack of focus and, well, in previous iterations in 2.0, for example, Commonwealth didn't have any particular focus. It was a very organic thing. It just came together very well. People would come up to enterprises, develop shops, develop rails for trade, farms, these kind of things. And it was, it was this kind of thriving metropolis where everybody was doing business with everybody else and they're just going to sprung up without needing to be organized by anybody but this iteration it just hasn't really come together the same way and it's suffered very badly from repeated ratings and griefings that have driven people away that makes sense um speaking of the ratings and all that uh we just last week talked about the somber war. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about it from your perspective? Well, Commonwealth was attracting a lot of raiders right from the start. You know, five months ago, we were getting raided by the alt raiders. That was in Polka's crew. And some of those alt raiders went on to become the people who would attack us from Knox. There was kind of a split in that group. Some of them went joined Lexington and others did not so what really makes a somber what would you say makes a somber war different than previous conflicts that the commonwealth has been able to overcome previously we'd get harassed by raider groups but it was always just a raider group it was never it was never somebody with a mega vault who would peril you and then that was you done you were never getting out so we could also we could also rebuild our losses, break people out of the um, chest that they've been stuck in a field somewhere, and we could get on with things. But now it's more a case of somebody is actually at war with us and seeking to 
destroy us totally, basically. What are there's a lot more at stake. Yes, that makes sense. Um, so, but what about from your perspective, like you as an indiv individual? How were you affected by this war? Well, pretty much everything I put any amount of effort into was raided or griefed or messed up in some way. So it's been very dispiriting for me. Uh, my farm's all trashed. Uh, my house was always the first thing that got hit in each raid for some reason. All my mobs would get slaughtered, that kind of thing. Just every time there was any kind of attack in Commonwealth, my stuff would get hit the hardest. Why and do you think that is? Partly it's because I had a decent amount of stuff, so if they're picking a random target, there was a good chance that they'd be picking something that I'd built just because of the amount of stuff I'd built. But they also took a special interest in me because I was a super friend and uh, not exactly a leader of the Commonwealth, but just a prominent member of the Commonwealth. Yes, but um, so what? how would you say your attitude before the war started? How has it changed over the time of the war? Yeah, I've become a lot less optimistic about things. That makes sense. That makes sense. But I guess um, another question I have is then dealing with with your perspective on the somber war is uh, what were some who were some of the players that you that are that were a part of Knox that you would say has targeted you and if I heard correctly you are pilled pearled excuse me currently correct yeah i've been pearled the past three months i s oh okay so have were you pearled before this war started no i was, I was pearled a couple of months into the war H how were you pearled it was i was on one of my alts at uh grinder where i was farming other materials you know, weather skulls for beacons, gunpowder, and tears from ghasts, that kind of thing. And Badash found it and set up snitches and removed treasure plates and put in teleporters for himself, that kind of thing, mm -hmm. so that he was able to log on and barrel me while I was just in gold gear building my grinder. Well... Wow, so it's not like... I thought that you would have been pearled in, like, PvP or in combat, but it looks like... No, I was, I was just peacefully grinding, doing my kind of industrial stuff. I see. And... I never really... I never had much of an involvement in the war, at least prior to that. I was just minding modern business, really. Do you know where your pearl is now? Yeah, it's in Knoxvault, North World Border. Oh, boy. Okay, and do you have any thoughts or any ideas on when do you think you would be released? They do not intend to release me. They've been quite adamant from the start that I'm permaperiled. I understand that, but I mean, like, do you see a possibility of somebody either breaking into the vault or uh, something changing with uh, how the game works to be able to get you freed in the future? Hmm. Like I said, I've become a lot less optimistic about things. Okay, that makes sense. 
And since you are Pearl, do you spend a lot of time in the end? Uh, what have been some struggles you have had being Pearled? Well, I built a big castle in the end. And it's been a struggle defending it, or not exactly defending it, but cleaning up the repeated griefings of it. Because Rico and Busey, you asked who had taken a special interest in me. Rico and Busey took a special interest in me, and took a special interest in griefing anything I made. Like they were just obby nook the absolute shit out of it. It was bad. But but why do they want to grief it though? They just really like doing that. They I... like having an excuse to grief or someday they can grief and nobody will stop them and there's it's fun for them. They like winding people up. But like alright, I understand people like PvPing or attacking or griefing thing you know things that can actually affect an outcome of a war whether it's griefing and destroying a factory building like you know factories or you know a bunker or even a vault i understand that but you're in the end your castle is literally not providing any tactical difference in this conflict i just don't understand what enjoyment they get out of griefing your castle they, they just enjoy it. It's, it's really, really fun for them. I'd have to ask them for a deeper explanation of why it's so fun for them, but they seriously enjoy that kind of stuff. Speaking of uh, Busey JJ, uh, what's your opinion on him now being banned from the server since the new implementations by the admins? I wish I could say I'm sorry to see him go, but no, I've not had good experiences with him. You think that he deserves the punishment that he's been given? I can't go into the reasons for his ban. I don't know the reasons. I just know that I'm glad to see the back of him. Okay, that makes sense. And uh, how, since you are pearled while this war is going on, has there been any way you've been contributing to the war effort, whether it's on the server itself, like farming pearls or... Uh, on Discord providing morale support or anything like that? I don't want to get into a lot of detail with that kind of stuff. Oh, I'm not expecting you to go into detail, but what are some general public ways that you have been supporting parts of the war effort? Would you be willing to talk about that? Well... I guess the end castle had some purpose. Lex were very keen on owning the end, and when they perled me, build the castle was a kind of fuck you, you're not getting the end. Hmm. So that deprived them of the end. Perling me was the reason they lost control of the end. They perled somebody who was willing to put the effort in to make sure they could no longer control it. I see. Okay. Interesting. That's. That is quite, that definitely could benefit the Commonwealth. But so, dealing with the war and near the end of it, I have a question for you because this came up in the last episode and some people were questioning my use of this term. I was saying that uh, the Commonwealth has fallen and, in a metaphorical sense, they're almost dead. They have a chance of coming back, but they're mostly dead. Uh, would you agree with that? And if so, or if not so, why would that be? I'd say it's on life support. It's on life support. 
what what do you believe led to it to the fall or the current status like i understand that raiders played a big part but why did people why do you think people decided it wasn't worth trying anymore the last five months have been really rough for the commonwealth just repeatedly raided repeatedly griefed and people have been afraid to even log in or to be to be in the commonwealth in case people peril them so there's been a lot of fear a lot of losses and people have been getting very demoralized by it do you know how many players are currently or how many players are still playing but either for different nations well quite a few people that were in the commonwealth have moved on to yotol and holy jaded empire okay that makes sense uh so since uh, commonwealth is on life support as you put it how do you think this will affect the server without the commonwealth thriving and being alive I think other towns will take up the slack. Yoto seems to be doing fine as a hub of trade and industry, doing what the Commonwealth would have been doing. You know, that kind of not being involved in wars, just doing their trade and shops and all that kind of thing. That's what the Commonwealth is all about. We were never out to conquer people, we are just out to have a bunch of shops and some trade systems, that kind of thing. Let's uh, go ahead and spend some time talking about Yodel, actually. So, uh, a few days ago, BG made the post uh, saying that Yodel has acquired Southshire. And from when I was talking to people, it sounded like to be a decent amount of controversy, whether it's uh, some people in Southshire that disagreed with that decision or... There were some allegations saying that you did not even give permission to Yodel, even though BG's post says otherwise. I would like to hear your view on it. Uh, what was your takeaway from this? I mean, in a technical sense, it's true that I didn't give permission, but I also didn't mind. Southshire was never very well integrated into Commonwealth. They very much were off on their own, doing their own thing. And... Early on, there was a secession attempt by Southshire. They wanted to leave and join Lexington, of all places. Oh, boy. We managed to head that off. Uh, if nothing else, we didn't want Lexington bunkers sprouting up in Thurshire. But they've always been their own people doing their own thing, so it wasn't terribly surprising when they left for Yodel, especially given the state of the Commonwealth. But are you uh, willing... Did you accept that they decided to leave? Yeah, there's no hard feelings. They can do what they want. And, I mean, they're still where they've always been. They've not changed the location of South Shore. We can still be friends and trade if trade ever becomes a thing again. Um, so what... Uh, to continue about the Southshire, because I've heard some other controversies that I would definitely like your opinion on. Uh, this one dealing with BG, and uh, what's your stance on BG uh, with Yodel and how they have acquired Southshire in the ways that they have? I'm not all that well versed in Yodel's politics, but I mean, good luck to them and best wishes and all of that. I don't really mind them doing what they're doing. They're not harming Commonwealth anyway. They're just doing their own thing. 
Another thing that has been pointed out, uh, do you know do you know who Baze twenty is? Or Baze? Yes, I do. Is he is he a citizen of the Commonwealth or do you know I actually do not know where he's from? He's not a citizen of the Commonwealth and I can't tell you exactly where he is from. Okay. Uh well not entirely sure. Him and a few others pointed out saying that uh like Baze was saying that he spent some time in Southshire, but yeah, uh, Yodel and BG knew exactly where he was in Southshire. And this was before the inis- initial announcement of acquiring Southshire. So Baze saw it was interesting that he was being on snitches, but yet he wasn't on Southshire snitches. And he asked BG on the subreddit and also in my Discord if uh, BG has snitched Southshire before the acquiring of this. And from and BG denied that he has a snitch group in Southshire. But I currently, I received information from a confidential informant saying the otherwise, and I'm actually going to show this with you. As you see here, it looks like uh, what well, SS stands for Southshire, and those are owned by a different snitch group than what is owned by Southshire. So it looks like BG had that area snitched for a while, and more importantly, maybe he's been planning this for some time. And also, if anybody that listens to this, if they want a copy of this leak, I can definitely send it their way. It wouldn't surprise me, but it also wouldn't bother me. Would yeah. not bother you. Okay. I'll, I'll leave it up to South Shore to decide what South Shore wants to do about it, if anything. That's fair. Okay. Now, let, we can go ahead and move on to another topic here. And I would like to talk a little bit about uh, you leading the Commonwealth. From what I understand, Britain stepped down and you took his place. Is that correct? Yes, Brenton got tired of the role I guess and that's kind of the only person left who was able to take it on even though I'm periled which makes it rather difficult I can imagine actually I was just about to ask that as uh, how has uh, being periled affected your leadership what are some examples well it's difficult leading from the end when you can't even go visit the town you're supposed to be leading and have a look around and see what needs to be done with it. I have to get all my information from other people. Yeah, that definitely, that makes sense. Uh, so you have taken Britain's place. Uh, what did you like about Britain's leadership that you hope you can possess also? And what were some things that you hope you can do better? Britain's uh, more mature and stable player, I guess. Not looking to get into wars, just wanting everybody to get along, so that's always been the the Commonwealth approach. Let's just all get along. But what were some things that you hope that you can do better than Britain did? I know it's hard to see what I can do better. I'd like to just try and see what happens and then other people can decide if I did do better or not. That's fair, that's fair. Um, so let's see. 
Have you heard about uh, the... Let's see, what's the name of the group here? Uh, the Order of the White Lotus. Have you heard about them? I've heard about them. don't know a lot about them. Um, I was just curious because I was seeing what is your stance on them as an experienced player. Their idea is to promote peace and other diplomatic relations instead of going straight to PvP on these servers. Uh, what's your opinion on the Order of the White Lotus? I mean, as a policy point, certainly something I can agree with, but I don't know enough about the people behind it to know if that's a genuine policy or if it's just one of these, yeah, we are the good guys, kind of a ploys to get an excuse to actually just go and PvP people while smelling of roses while you're doing it. <laughs> uh, that's actually a concern people have brought up. Are you concerned that, or do you think there is a possibility they could turn into a form of world police? These things are always possible. Groups change. People change their ideas. Sometimes people get bored and go off the rails. So you never know what's going to happen. That makes sense. Okay, we have one last question here uh, to wrap things up. Uh, since you are in the end, what are you doing now that you have plenty of time in the end? I'm almost building my castle. Right now I'm building a pearl farm. I didn't do that previously because there wasn't really a big need for pearls and I was very busy with the castle, but... Do you have anyone was, else... There's still not really a big need for pearls, but I figured it would be... I may as well build one. There's not really else to do. Makes sense. Uh, do you have any have anyone else helping you on the castle uh, that you'd be... that you would like to share? I don't want to name names, and then people have to suffer consequences and things. If oh, that makes, to, that makes if sense. If people want to step forward and say they've been helping out, then they're free to do so, but I won't out them. Okay. All right. Uh, well, is there is there anything that you would like to tell uh, anybody that's listening to this about Civ Classic? Do you have any advice that you'd be willing to give them? Avoid people with pointy sticks. <laughs> all right well thank you very much for uh being on this episode of box talk uh good luck in the end and good luck with your future endeavors thank you thank you for listening to this episode of box talk we will have an episode next monday and we will be talking about content creators the people that bring civ classic to life through forms of art and media if you want to talk on box talk or have anything you'd like to contribute you can PM me on Discord or Reddit. As always, I am Worm Wizard, and this is Box Talk signing off.